last time on Exiled, the team went to retrieve the other uh, teams who had also been trapped into nightmarish hellscape TV dimensions inside the Panopticron. And now that all the teams are filled, they're presumably going after Axo, the spineless one. Let's find out what happens this week on Exiled. Sorceress, villain, bon vivant, Cosmo drinker. I'm Devin. I'm playing Ken Hale, the Gorilla Man. He is a former agent of Shield and member of the Agents of Atlas. He was cursed with the Gorilla Curse when he killed another Gorilla Man, and anyone who would kill him would become a Gorilla themselves. He has recently made his bite infectious, and now anyone who is infected will also become a Gorilla. I'm Kaylee. I play Jean Grey, the teenage Marvel girl. Uh, she's one of the original X-Men and a telepath and telekinetic from the 60s. And I'm James, and I'm playing A. Wendigo. Uh, this one is Francois Frank Lartigue. He was a Métis outdoorsman who, was, who ended up having to eat someone and was turned into a Wendigo as a result. So uh, he, however, has been transformed partially by the power of friendship to be a little more tame, though he does still eat people. He's a friend to go. You've already used that one and it was bad then and it's bad now. Mm-hmm. You're the one who keeps saying power of friendship, James. That's literally one of my skills. And I'm Luke, your game master. So all of the other teams of the exiles have now been freed and where are you heading off to we go after axo okay we give a rousing speech to rally the troops yeah we do that first we do that first okay give me your rallying speech fuck that guy let's go kill him yeah wendigos let's eat that guy it's probably not a good idea who said that I did. It's another Wendigo. <laughs> I'm losing track of all the Wendigos. Man, I know you're nervous about playing to the stereotype, but this is what we do. <laughs> yeah, but no, they're, his body is corrosive and will literally murder us to death if we eat it. That's a good point. He's also very fatty, too. That's really unhealthy. Let's try boiling him first and then eat him. It works for lobsters. You're free to. Uh, also, everybody, roll me intuition. Oh no, that's that's not where I'm the best. Uh, Ooh. That's not great. And we already did poorly. Oh uh, yeah, let's just say I did not do great on that, and let's leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, I Same. didn't do the greatest. White. 
Yeah, white isn't the greatest. Jean? Jean? Oh, I'm in the uh, I'm in that delightful yellow zone. Hell yeah. Uh, so everybody else got white. Jean has to be the brains of the group. Uh, well, I I forgot that Jean would not actually be helpful in this situation because she has not really been through the whole shebang so okay she's very yeah, smart but... though she's very naturally gifted she literally went to a school for that she's psychic as fuck she used her psychic abilities to piece together what the rest of us couldn't think of into one coherent thought <laughs> i can't believe you're making us do this for you luke <laughs> <laughs> this is truly the power of friendship <laughs> okay give me a uh Telep or, yeah, telepathy roll, Gene. Ooh. I am in the white. I got a 16. Yeah, there is just... You are not putting together the pieces. So then, uh, where do you guys want to... I think her natural... Her being naturally gifted I and her agree. initial intuition check should should have her be able to piece a little bit together. Come on. Yeah. Cause what, then what would that first roll even be if you were just especially saying it doesn't count? Well, out of You're breaking the fiction of this whole thing. <laughs> well, none of you have noticed who is not here. Gorilla Man puts his finger up to the sky to that's, flip God off. That's fair. I don't uh, know who any of these people are. Mm-hmm. But who have you seen here before on missions? Well, we've been here once. Well, I've, we've established before, I don't remember anything from previous episodes. Yeah. Honestly, the Popeyes was like the only thing I remember that we did going into this volume. <laughs> it's the most important thing. There was a big hand, there was that, uh... Uh... What was his name? Jenkins or something? Yeah, Dr. Jenkins and Dr. Young. Wow, look at I Jam mean, with the I memory. This is all a, a, I, I've been assuming that this is all a made-up space, like all of the, um, all of the sitcoms. Oh, the Panopticon itself is just like a simulation of reality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they you... all about Oculus Rifts. How Foucauldian of you? <laughs> That's why our hands don't work well. I'm worried uh, that people didn't listen to my excellent Foucault joke when I said that that's very Foucauldian of Jen. You all suck. <laughs> you all fucking suck. All the postmodernists in the audience fucking were rolling in their roll, rolling in the sheets at that. God damn it. God damn all of you. Suck a pendulum, James. Okay, uh, yeah, no, uh, Enchantress, you recognize, or you notice, uh, that you have now seen Dr. Jenkins or Dr. Young, which means, uh, one of two things. Likely they're still being held somewhere, and also, if you can get to where their science stuff is, you can probably just steal all the free items that you want. <laughs> oh, snap, I want that. Uh, I mean, Do would I remember like their smell or something so I could see if we could smell where smell where they went? Oh yeah, you can try and roll a uh, tracking check on that. Will that be unremarkable again? Mm-hmm. Ninety-eight. Yeah. They're over there. 
Oh uh, yeah, you can get headed to their uh, labs. Yeah, I think uh, Enchantress fully believes that this is not the actual um, Necronomicon or whatever it's Reality. called. Reality. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but she's interested in getting a lay of the land while she has free reign. Okay. Uh, yeah, James, you can uh, smell them. So you're uh, heading over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You see that the uh, door is heavily barricaded and locked. Can, uh, like, what kind of lock? Like, would I be able to, like, knock it open with the edge of my Captain America shield like he does in that movie? What's it Uh, barricaded and locked with? Various, uh, there's some, like, bank vault type lock on it and also just heavy stuff on it. I want to use the Jinku staff to uh, turn the lock into ash. Okay, roll to use that Jinku staff. Uh, no. No, that didn't go good. I'm gonna try and bust the lock with my Captain America shield. Okay. So what should I roll for that? Uh, strength check, and I'll give you a plus one column shift. Okay. I am in the green. Uh, yeah, you get, like, a big chunk that is part of the way through, but not all the way. Like, this is made to keep I do it again. Roll again. And Enchantress, if you also want to roll again, you can. If I lick it, will it turn into a gorilla? (laughs) No. I rolled in the yellow. Still not great. You you got in the white again? Yep, I got a six. Oh, jeez, yeah. So that is not good. I rolled in the yellow. Yeah, uh, so you're further in, like, one good more. Uh, Both of you guys give me a roll again. Okay. I'm in the yellow. Hey, God! <laughs> Chantress, what are you doing? I'm getting all of them out while I... She's just getting all the bad rolls out now. She doesn't fully understand how to use the staff yet. Because I don't think you've had it work yet. I thought I used it on, um... What's his face? Uh, Axel. Oh, good point. He doesn't yeah, have legs probably... now. I was pretty angry then, though. Maybe it. Maybe I need to be more pissed. Yeah, you, you're just very cautiously confused. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, get in here, and uh, you see Doctor Jenkins and Doctor Young. Who are like, oh, thank God! I thought it was going to be the bad guy again. Oh damn it! You're here. So, so you've come to rescue us then? Amongst other things. <laughs> uh. You came here to try and get free stuff, right? Uh-huh. I like free stuff. It was, I think it was, I think we were hoping for a bit of both. And I think that, I mean, if you would like, would you be able to help us get some stuff to help take this guy down? Yeah, we're not, we're not idiots. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hook all of you guys up with a little something something. That sounds so, salacious. Yeah. Uh, everybody, give me a d12 roll. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Nine. <laughs> I know. God damn it! What the no. fuck is wrong with you? You just say four. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and, so, Jin, you got a six? Yep. Uh, Marvel Girl, you had a five? Yep. And, uh, Gorilla Man, what, you had a nine? I had a nine. Okay. 
so I'll be adding this onto your sheet as we go. But uh, Wendigo, uh, they uh, run over to the magical item machine and they pull the uh, lever and out comes a pretty big shoebox. And when I say pretty big, it's like a shoebox that would have shoes that fit your feet on it. And nice and sweet Jordans. Uh, somewhat. Uh, what you pull out are a pair of big, thick, black, sort of gothy boots, but at the bottom are some pneumatic suction grippers. These are wall crawling boots that will give you a extra, or that will let you roll a uh, excellent level check to crawl on vertical surfaces. Mm-hmm. These boots nice. are made for wall crawling. And that's just what they'll do. These boots are going to wall crawl all over you. Mm-hmm. You're all the worst. <laughs> and you love us for it. So, Enchantress, mm-hmm. uh, you uh, receive a small box that seems to have a uh, tiara of sorts in it made out of metal and electronics. Does it look good? Uh, it seems to have like a pair of yellow eyes on it that are able to go around. Uh, what are those like light signs that are made out of like the different uh, light bulbs and you can pre-program them in? LEDs? Yeah, yeah. It's basically like an LED headband with a pair of lights around it. Are you going to put it on? I'll... I, I, I very skeptically take off my existing tiara <laughs> and try on this tacky thing. I'm sure that you can upgrade your wardrobe so that it'll match. Uh, so as soon as you put it on, it says, Hello, Enchantress. This oh, is no. Herbie. How can I help you? Are you going to talk the whole time? Not unless you want me to. Oh, good. What do you do? I allow you to gain control over mechanical and computer devices. Oh. <laughs> You're a nerd. You're a nerd. <laughs> All right. So, well, you just be you be quiet. Can do. And uh, I put that on. It is the Herbie Band. Uh, so. I would like to roll an illusion uh, roll to make it look like my regular tiara. Okay. Because Cindy's not going to want to go for a second round if it looks like that. You don't know what she's into. <laughs> I do. That was my character, James. Oh. Well, then I guess you do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, you have successfully made it look like your uh, normal headband. It does take a bit of concentration for this, so if you ever get knocked out, it will revert back to normal, but you could probably look into investing some uh, karma into permanently putting that spell on there. Okay. So up next is Marvel Girl. Yay! And uh, you get a device and inside is 
what looks to be a... A cell phone, and it blows her goddamn mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh, No, inside is a headband, and on the top of it is a large mechanical-looking horn that looks sort of like a uh, thunderbolt, so there's like a crook in it. And... Hmm. uh, Doctor, if I knew uh, what Harry Potter was, I'd make some kind of pop culture reference. And uh, Dr. Jenkins is like, oh, that's the uh, power horn. We got that off of a guy named Unicorn. It's uh, destructive. We'll, we'll say that. <laughs> well, every little girl dreams of being a unicorn, so this is great. Except now you're a unicorn that can murder. Even better. Mm-hmm. And so those stats are now on your sheet. And then up last uh you uh gorilla man get a very large package and inside of it is a device that looks like one of those early 90s super soakers except that it is in a blue uh color scheme as opposed to that like neon yellow and green and that whole uh, thing and on the side it says ice projector. Ooh. And uh, there is a set of shoulder straps that you will have to put on to properly wield the device. So are you going to put it on right now? I am going to put it on right now. Okay. So you put it on and you have a faint layer of ice that forms around your body so you don't necessarily feel cold, but that will act as bonus body armor. And you are now able to shoot ice, snow, and other things out with that. Uh, you will take damage, though, if you get hit with hot things. So. Okay. Yes, all of these items have been added onto your sheet. And uh, Dr. Jenkins is like, okay, so yeah, we've like, given you way more stuff than we probably should have, but we need you to go rescue the boss. So you guys got that? I think the other group members also could use some stuff. We'll be sure to take it to them. They can come here themselves. I pretend to be one of the other Wendigos. (laughs) I hope you're an illusion. Yeah. (laughs) Why would you think that we're an illusion? Why would you think that you're not? I think therefore I am. I didn't realize you were a freshman in college. (laughs) I walk out. Well, uh, yeah. You should probably go and talk to Tanser and make sure that he's okay. Now, do we know who that is? That's the big man. That's the boss. He's that guy that we can never think about what question we want to ask him. Okay. Big hand? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how he chooses to project himself sometimes. Oh, are we just really in Super Smash Brothers? For legal reasons, he's not the big giant head from Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> Hand. Not. Yeah, I know. Oh. I know. If he was a big head, he would be the big giant head, and we couldn't say for legal reasons not. Okay, bye. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, you guys are now properly equipped, and you are uh, heading over now. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you heading over to? The, uh, the, the place where we usually talk to the hand. 
<laughs> you know that place okay. we talked to him once, the one time we met him. No, you've been I've there twice. twice. Well, three times technically. I know because I try to seduce him every time, and it doesn't <laughs> work. Uh, yeah. So you go over to the big doors, and you see that the room is in tatters. It has been destroyed, ripped up. The usually nice. Go ahead. I want to look behind the curtain. Uh, there is just more of the uh, pink crystal. It looks like the curtains were put up around to uh, block off the glow to add some more ambiance to the room. Not to hide a projector? No. Sure. Sure. Pay no attention. Yeah, uh, roll some reason checks while you're in here. 79. 43. Oh, I did not fail. I did not pass that one. Woohoo. 57. Woohoo. I'm in the yellow. I rolled a 9. Those of you who rolled well, you're able to see scenes from what looks not to be a bad one here, but someone just ripping through this place looking for something desperately and uh you get to a point in your investigation that you see that whoever was doing this presumably axo just wasn't finding what they were looking for and so they left so it's like three quarters of the room going around are really just ripped up and then that last quarter of the room is untouched we touched the last quarter of the room uh it's just more the uh pink crystal of the Panopticron base behind it. Yeah, this place does suck. I do. I I, I do my sniffs to see if uh, I can smell anything. Sure. I did not pass that. No. Uh, there is. Uh, if you head out of here, there is further rooms that you've just never really gone down because oh, you yeah. really have the time for it. Oh yeah, definitely going in those. Okay. Digging around as uh, much so, of this place as possible. So, uh, one of the things that you see on the right is an orange Julius. <gasps> I go to I go to the orange Julius and I get an orange Julius original. Well, now we definitely know this is an illusion. <laughs> Do you? Does Wendigo know how to craft an orange Julius? Yeah, they're pretty easy. Okay. Yeah, roll me a. Uh, Reason check to craft yourself an orange Julius, and I'll give you a plus three column shift. I still did not pass that. <laughs> oh no. Your hands are a bit too clumsy, so your hands are sort of like covered in orange juice just a bit. And that's going to be like really sticky. I start licking my paws. Okay. Uh, to the left, you see. Anybody else want one? Yeah, I'll take one. I roll again to make one. It's just barely in the white. You, like, uh, hand it off to him, but it's got a, like, thick mist of Wendigo hair across the top of it. Oh. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I'll pass, but thank you. What about you, Enchantress? Are you interested in Orange Julius? No. I feel like this time it'll go better. I got the hang of it. I got the hang of it. I'm just, uh, digging through the room. I rolled an 80. Okay, this time you get it without a hitch. I'll take it. I had it. Yeah, I want to keep going. I want to keep digging through rooms. Okay, uh, to the left, you see 
uh, something that has just marked the wall. Uh, further down is a history of uh, the Panopticron mini display. Uh, you see a uh, setup for, or you see a sign for apartments, uh, teams one through seven, and uh, you'd need to work, walk down further to go and see more. I want to see what the wall is. It's a rock climbing wall. So you walk into this room, and it, unlike the other rooms, seems to not necessarily have a ceiling that you can easily detect. It sort of dissolves into a reflecting pool, but just because of the way that the light's reflecting in here, it's hard to tell how far that up. And in this room that seems to just go on forever, it's the pink walls, but inside of it you see figures. Some of them barely recognizable because they've suffered so much damage. Some of them look to be mostly intact, but these are dead people. Uh, Is Warlock there? From where you've come in, you are not seeing Warlock. Can I... I want to do a magic lore check to see if I understand any of this. Okay. Uh, so what is that, reason? Mm-hmm. I'm in the green. So you don't fully understand what this is. I mean, you've pieced together that this is where bodies go once they die. But as far as how they get there or why they are preserved here, you're not entirely sure why. There doesn't seem to be magic involved with it, though. Everyone roll an existentialism check. Eight. You do not find meaning. <laughs> Ooh, 98. You do find meaning, and it's the best be one. Track? <laughs> just a D, just a percent. Just uh, a percent. I got 28. This seems normal. You're still moderately despairing. We do weird shit with our dead in Asgard. Mm-hmm. As you, are you guys going to continue walking down here? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As you continue walking, it, it just seems to keep on going. You do see what looks to be the puddle that Warlock had been destroyed into in the wall. I quietly put my hand on it. Me too. I ignore them and keep walking. I hug, I hug Wendigo afterwards. I curse the cruel god that would do this to us. I have no idea what's going on. Well, are you going to like raise any questions about that, Gene? Sure. Uh, what's the big, strange puddle of cybernetic goo in the wall? That was Warlock. He was our self-friend. And the cruel god killed him. Somehow that doesn't clarify things. He was one of our teammates before you, and he died. And uh, I'm still very sad about it. He's the reason Enchantress is here. Aw, that's, that's all very sad to hear. So now, Jean, would that raise a question for you about who was here before you? Yeah. I believe I've heard mentioned before of a previous plucky teenage leader. She actually didn't die. She went back to her world. She got a chance to live again there. Oh, phew. Well, that makes me feel slightly better about my situation. (laughs) I silently cursed the god that would do this to us. By which, of course, I mean, fuck you, Luke. (laughs) I was going to say, I vocally curse the guy that would do this to us. 
Fuck you, Luke. <laughs> so does this room just go on? It's suddenly getting really, really deep. It, it, it seems to, but uh, as Wendigo and Gorilla Man are cursing at the god that make them do this, you hear the voice, So, you want to do something in retribution for the person who did this to you, yes? I hear that. All of you hear this. Is that you? You want to get some revenge? Spineless fuckwit? Hmm. Not necessarily the term that I like to be addressed by the most, but yes, it's me, Axo. So, you want to get some revenge on the uh, person who put you in this situation, who's put all of these people in this situation? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, yeah, I want to flip off God, but I mean, I don't know how you can help us with that. You're kind of a dill hole. I wasn't necessarily talking about God. I was talking I'm about specifically God. referring to God. So unless you can help me give the finger to God, you better keep on walking or die. He can't walk if he took his legs. No, I, I was able to rebuild them. Oh. Use the Jengu staff on his legs. <laughs> okay, Illusion Master, what do you have in mind? Hmm. Well, go into the uh, history room. That's where I have the leader of this organization. You can choose to get rid of him if you want and uh, work for me instead. I walk into the next room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do give him the finger, though. Yeah. Okay. So we will see what happens then after the break. find me on twitter at street over gen or you can find my artwork at streetovergen.com oh, you can find me on twitter at fred O'Fett. that's f-r-e-g-d-o-f-e-t-t and you can also find me co-hosting multiversal q with our game master luke you can find me at ranch 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 on twitter and you can find my writing on womenwriteaboutcomics.com deadshirt.net and uh, if you've got a few guest pieces now on talk film society so check those out uh, you can find me on Twitter at Leask, L-E-A-S-K. You can find my backlog of work at comicsalliance.com. And upcoming this spring, you can find my prose forward for the new Indigenous Comics collection, Moonshot Volume 2. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. You can find me on Twitter at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Online at LukeHerr.com. If you enjoy the podcast... Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter and other social medias where we are Exiled Podcast. We are also at exiledpodcast.com where you can find more information and you can also support us on the Patreon where for as little as $1 a month you get episodes a week early. And now let's go into the question segment. If you have questions you'd like to send in like Xavier Files does frequently, uh, you can send them in on Twitter or via email, which is at exodepodcast at gmail.com. So, who has not answered the question? Okay. Before we do that, I'm going to step away. I heard a uh, cat make a bit of noise, and I'm going to see what was knocked over. So, I'll be back. Okay. Right. Well, James already answered the question, right? I think Kaylee's just the last one. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, Kaylee. So, the question is, what comics inspired your take on Gene, and what... Uh, comics has Gene read, if any? Um, I guess for this version of Gene, my main inspiration is the uh, Roy Thomas and Neil Adams run of the original X-Men in the 60s. 
you know, that's where you kind of start to see Jean is a bit of more of a spitfire than just the generic one girl on the team. And the art is fantastic. Love Neil Adams. Um, and as for comics Jean reads, she would probably read the uh, first volume of Doom Patrol with, uh, you know, the ragtag group of misfits and the mysterious leader who uses a wheelchair. It's, you know, she probably relates to that a lot. Awesome. Well, uh, make sure to send your questions in early for what will be Volume 7. We'll see what happens then. But now let's get back to the game. Once, get James, once James gets back with a cat. I'm back. You guys are walking into this room that is marked as the History of the Exiles. And it looks like a museum that is under construction. And it seems to start instead of a... In the beginning with a recent history. Where like some of the text is going to be like... Tanser portrait goes here. And like there's spots where... Uh, portraits and images of the teams are supposed to go up. And there's some stuff about a new administration and new leadership, but it really does not seem to have any development work done on it so far. I want to power walk through until I see uh, some sign of uh, the great and powerful Oz. Walking a bit further in, you see a lone figure who has been tied onto a chair with a spotlight shining down on him. And he looks like he has had the heck beaten out of him. Oh no, not his heck. And uh, you hear the voice and you hear Axo coming down again. Hmm, so you've taken up the option. See, Mr. Tanser, this is what happens when you don't have a good team standing behind you. This is what happens when you don't explain things to your team. They're always just so quick and happy to turn on you. I mean, I want to make it clear, we haven't turned on him... We're just... You told us to come into this room where he was. That's it. So you're not going to turn on a bit. I touch him and roll a captivate roll. Uh, that's in the yellow. He was going to quickly roll a proposed check, and he did not roll high enough. So he's like, yes, Enchantress, what can I do for you? And then I, uh, break him. I, I untie him. Uh, when you move to start untying him... Uh, you see Axo jump down right in front of you. It's like, no, 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 no. We need you to talk things out first. We need to see what you're going to do with him. I want to hit him with the Jinku staff. Hit Mojo with it? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Hit Remember when you said it wasn't Mojo? I used it on, his, yeah. uh, yes. on, on the metal. Like yeah, uh, roll a fighting check to be able to hit it. I, I, I mean, I want to I wanna use the Jinku staff's power. On it? Yeah, you need you need to hit. Oh, okay. You need to be able to touch him this time because he's more prepared for. Gotcha, gotcha. Magic bullshit. Well, that's an eighty-two with a oh my ten. So that's in the yellow. Okay, and then roll for the Jinku staff powers. Oh, and that's a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You can use some of the limited karma to reroll. Uh, there's only one reroll left. That's not. I just hit him with the staff instead <laughs> with my fighting check. Uh, oh, uh, you do have personal karma that you could use for reroll. It's just the pool only has 17 points in it. 
Uh, I don't need to reroll. I just want to, you know, as long as I can't yeah. uh, transmute him, I, I do want to just brain him across the head. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you, like, hit him on the head and he's like, <laughs> That's not funny. Wait, so would you, would you can call his, his it, can you describe him again? I don't really know what a mojo looks like. Oh, yeah, I will pull up an image. It's a spineless one. It's really weird because there's only three spineless ones that are really ever used in comics. There's, like, Mojo, who's the main one. There is Arise, who his whole, like, backstory is being the opposition point to Mojo. And then there's Lady Mojo, who showed up in uh, the Wolverine and the X-Men run. But, okay, would so you call for those... his, um, would you call his legs a device? Yes. Okay. I, I want to... So, for those of you who have not seen what Mojo looks like and for whatever reason aren't Googling it, imagine Jabba the Hutt except yellow and on a giant set of spider robot legs. He's ugly. Uh, yeah. I want, like when Darth Maul came back. I want to try and use the Herbie band to control his legs. Uh, you will need to wait. Uh, Kaylee, roll a initiative for the team. Ooh, 91. Okay, yeah, so the team is going to be going first. Uh, Enchantress, if you want to do that now, feel mm -hmm. free. And that's a 97. <laughs> to control the legs? Yep. Uh, what are you going to make them do? Um, the Charleston. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Just make him dance uncontrollably. <laughs> so the <laughs> legs start doing some uh, fancy footwork and... and uh, X was like, no, 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 stop it. And he's in a lot of pain right now because the legs are connected to a mechanical spine that he has, so he is unable to really focus on anything else right now. I make him do a kick line? <laughs> uh, rest of the team, what are you up to? I am going to use the edge of my Captain America shield right in his mechanical spine. Okay. Uh, roll fighting? Or are you throwing it in? I'm just gonna, like, smash the edge down on it. Okay, yeah, so that's a fighting check. Since it's a foreign object, can I use any of my backwoods pro wrestling background? Mm, I'll give you a plus one column shift. In the yellow. And uh, roll me a strength check. In the green. So yeah, you get it and you sever, like, the top part of the spine. He's like... As he gets electrocuted by the feedback on this, he is really not looking happy right now. Uh, Gorilla Man and Gene, what are you guys up to? Um, I want to encase him in ice with my new ice gun. Okay, so roll a agility check to uh, shoot him first. Ooh, 19. Not good. Nope. Okay, then can I uh, use my new lightning headband to stun him? The uh, power horn? Yes, the power horn. Uh, roll an agility check to be able to blast him. Ooh, 43, still in the white. Okay, so Gorilla Man, you try and freeze him. You instead get under the uh, legs, which causes them to stabilize. So they're still trying to dance as per Enchantress's commands. And uh, as a result, when Jean tries to use the power horn, she blasts over Axo's head. And it is, uh, 
his turn, and Axo looks really, really pissed off that he's... Wait, how is he stabilized if there's ice underneath his feet now? And his spine doesn't work! The... I Professor X'd him! I would feel like he'd be flipping. You froze the feet to the floor. So the gears are trying to, like, move as if they're dancing, but... The, they're not actually getting off the ground. Yeah, so actually wouldn't that be worse? Wouldn't that then break the gears? Eventually. This thing is made to support a very large and heavy death creature. Since the spine has been severed, he's going to crawl off of that and attack uh, Wendigo. Yeah, he is going to be hitting Wendigo and as he grabs you, Wendigo, he is going to heal himself, and your physical and your endurance is going to drop at a minus one column shift as you start to feel older. No, one thing I, I was going to ask before we got into battle, but I didn't have a chance. Uh, should we consider that in between like the f- week's episodes, I've had a chance to heal the damage from like our TV episode? You have not. So you guys are still at the health that you were before. Even though I have a regeneration power? Oh, uh, yeah, you've got regeneration, so you'd be fine. Yeah, he reaches out and saps some of your life energy. Okay. It is going to be Tanser's turn. He is going to try and escape. And he's finally, with uh, Axo distracted, he's making some headway on the ropes. So, Exiles, it is your turn again. I untied him. Uh, you were stopped before you could. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to cast Paralysis on... Oh, no. Uh, that doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> uh, what did you roll? I rolled a seven. Yeah, no, you try and do it, and it just bounces off of him. Can I telepathically stun him? Oh, uh, yeah, roll to do it. Ooh, yes, in the yellow. What specific number did you roll? Uh, 60. He rolled a opposed check for this. He rolled a 81. Boo! So, yeah, it gets backed against you. Ah! And so you will be paralyzed for one round. Damn it. Okay, I'm going to try and claw his face. Well, he is still holding on to you, so... He could claw his face, then. Yeah, though you may want to get him off of you. Can I try and, like, do both? Yeah, describe the action. Basically, I see it as he jumped off onto you, and he's, like, grabbing onto your shoulders, trying to hold onto you with his very weak, not strong arms. I want to, like, grab his arms and, like, smash him against the ground. Okay, uh, that will be a fighting check first, and I'll give you a plus two column shift for your backwoods wrestling. Okay, that's in the green. Okay, yeah, so you've got his arms, and now roll me a strength check. That's in the yellow. Okay, yeah, you smash him down. He's like, ah! As he, like, goes sliding a bit, because he's a He's a big, slimy dude. Yeah, I don't want to make it clear. I'm letting go of him. He he still, like, slides across the floor a bit as he's struggling to uh, get a handle on himself again. Uh, Gorilla Man, what do you do? I want to shoot an ice missile at him. Okay, roll me an agility check. Ten. <laughs> you miss. And uh, it is his turn again. He is going to point at you, Wendigo, and he's like, Oh, so you don't really like me grabbing a hold of you? Let's see how you like this. And he points at you. And he ages us, right, if he grabs us? Uh, he can. So if we get him to age Jean up, can she become Phoenix and then kill him? It's more of... <laughs> well, he can both age you. He, 
I do like that idea. Uh, it's not really the uh, time eater from All Star Superman. Uh. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, but yeah, he points at you, Wendigo, and you feel part of your like front disintegrate, and you are taking seventy-five damage from that, straight up. Wendigo, don't does my body or anything or my shield protect me at all? It does not. He is literally disrupting your cells and causing them to not work. Grillman changes his plan. I'm actually totally in favor now working for you, sir. Fuck you. <laughs> Cancer is able to break out of the ropes and he smacks Gorilla Man on the uh, head and is like, we've got a job to do here. Exiles, it is your turn again. Wait, he fucking wasted his turn on that? He also finished breaking out of the ropes. <laughs> anyway, someone else do something. I'm still paralyzed, right? Yeah, this is the round that you are paralyzed. You can still use mind stuff. Uh, Luke, how does my, what's it called, how does the um, ice projector reload? Or like, is there like a place to put liquid into it? Are you going to like hit him with a urine? Oh, you're going to try and turn him into a gorilla, aren't you? Maybe. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> you can urinate into that or spit into it. I was going to spit into it, Luke. I wasn't going to urinate. Wow, way okay, to be a yeah. fifth grader. Um, gorilla Man, do you want to do a tag team where I teleport you to right behind him. Yeah, that sounds great. So you can bite him or something. Oh, I don't know if I want to bite him. Yeah, that's fair. Spit on him. His mouth is, like, permanently held open. That's, uh, yeah. 76. Uh, so that's in the yellow. So, Gorilla Man, you get teleported behind him, and are you going to try and spit into this, uh, ice machine, or... Yeah. Okay, yeah. So... That is going to take a round to get it, and, like, that is not going to be a lot of liquid, so it will be, like, a one-in-eight chance that it will have your spit in it. Oh. I could have had, Maybe do something uh, teleported else. him in front, and he could just spit directly into his mouth. Oh, is that what you want to say that you did instead? Sure. Okay. Eyes. That's, a, that's an easier barrier to... Just face area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As far as mucous membranes go. Roll a loogie check. Roll me an agility, Gorilla Man. Okay, um... 69, nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you hawk a loogie at him. And that bad boy's mouth is primly held open. Yeah, uh, but he rolled a chance to resist, and he got a 98. Don't eat me. And, uh, yeah, he is not transforming. So, yeah, Gene, you're mentally paralyzed because that's what you tried to do to him uh wendigo did you go this turn no not yet okay yep uh can i attack him with my claws and my tail or is it just one or the other uh it's one or the other unless you wanted to use karma for a double action no i'll just get him with my claws so roll fighting that is in the yellow okay uh yeah so that is going to hit and roll me uh damage with that so the, uh, at Monstrous. In the yellow. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, take a big chunk out of him, and he's like, ah! And it is his turn now. So because Gorilla Man and, uh, Wendigo are both next to him now for this, he is going to, uh, he's going to try and make a mind control attempt. That's my shtick! Uh, yeah. Wendigo, you are mind whammied by him. And he is going to make you attack Gorilla Man. So roll me a uh, fighting check. Want to roll real poorly, Wendigo? Two. 
Yeah. That's not a lie. I rolled a two. <laughs> he is going to use his karma pool to make you re-roll that. Bad guys don't get karma. They have negative karma. Name That's karma. He has 140 karma. Karma. 97. Ooh. So roll a uh, damage check with your claws. It's in the yellow. So that is going to be a base of 100 damage on that. You have body armor, which uh, will protect you from 30 of that, but that has taken 70 damage, Gorilla Man. Dang you. As uh, Wendigo swipes his claws at you. Do we get that 30 armor from the new thing and then in my additional 20 armor that I already naturally had? It's only the top amount of armor. Okay. If only someone else had been able to do literally anything against him. And uh, it is Tancer's turn, and he is going to click and summon a big old blaster gun. And he's taking a shot, and he misses. Luckily, he does not hit either uh, Gorilla Man or Wendigo, but his uh, shot misses. Does he have so, karma to re-roll? Not at this point. He has had a lot of energy sucked out of him by Axo. I feel like you're... I'm not sure what karma is in this game. Karma is generated from reason, intuition, and psyche put together. There's popularity, which is different than karma, that we don't really mess with. But like conceptually what is it? Because it's been like energy it's been a reward for doing good things punishment for doing bad things yet the bad guy has a lot of it and the good guy has none of it. Well because he's a high tier villain and you guys have used a lot of your karma. Bad guys have no, bad guys have negative karma because they're bad. No they have negative popularity because they're bad. This game system's bad. Yeah this game is broken. How can I get negative karma for killing a man? And yet a guy who was presumably done nothing but kill people has lots of it. Because he is a... Presumably when I presumably I should have even more karma for all the people I've killed. Are you a good person or a bad person? I'm a good person. So you get karma for doing good things. But my natural inclination is to kill, ba- is to kill and eat people. Which is why I changed that more or less so now it's based on other factors. But no, villains have karma. I just haven't used it before. In a way, Jen, do something. Okay. Um, uh, what health are you at, Gorilla Man? 40. I guess I'll try to heal... Hmm. There's no chance I could, like, heal the, uh, thing that's making Wendigo attack Gorilla Man, is there? Uh, you could try and captivate him to break the, uh, spell that's on him. Yeah, I have a much better chance of rolling for that. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna, um, grab onto Wendigo. So you're gonna run over there now? Yeah. Okay. So make a fighting check to grab a hold of Wendigo first. I'm pretty big. Not bad. 83. Yeah, but you're also in attack mode. That's in the yellow. Okay. Yeah, that is going to be enough to break Wendigo out of his attack. Or, well, his mind control for Mojo. Oh, so that did, act, that, that for counted action. for my, um... Yeah. Your psyche control is strong enough. So, yeah, Wendigo, you are free. Gene, you are back up. All right. Yeah, so, no, you are uh, able to break Wendigo free of the spell. Who's going now? Uh, I'm going to make a tactical retreat while also still firing my gun, but to try to get away from him now that I'm really wounded. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to use your uh, military man to uh, be able to do that? Yeah. So roll me the uh, 
Romy two fighting. Well, you're still using the ice gun. Yep. Yeah, that is just going to be a, uh, a two agility checks. One for uh, firing and one for moving. So let me know which one is which. The firing first. Okay, got a thirty-six for firing. Do I get a column shift for military man? Uh, yeah, I'll give you a column shift. Just in the green. So yeah, you are blasting uh, Axo this time with a bunch of ice, and he does not seem to be enjoying that. Jane and Windigo. And then I got in the deeper green for um, running away. Yeah, you've got a good 15 feet or so away from him now. Uh, Can I uh, telekinetically force bolt him? Yeah, so just roll for telekinesis. Ooh, 77. Yeah, that's going to uh, definitely hit him. Uh, Because he is distracted, his uh, psychic defenses aren't as strong, and so he takes a big bolt. It's like, ah! That's a great sound. Thank you. That should be on the soundboard. (laughs) We can also put on Jin saying, I quit. And uh, all the other favorite bits of the podcast. And uh, Winnego, you're up last. I guess I'm going to climb. Okay. So roll fighting. I rolled a four, so I did not fight him. Yeah, you miss. You, like, strike where the ice uh, came up. And it just glances off. Can I use some of my personal karma to re-roll? Uh, you only have one re-roll left, so yeah. Okay, I do that. I roll an 82, which is in the yellow. Yeah, you strike through him and you draw gross, gross axo blood that uh, sort of spews out into the area. And he he is looking really effed up at this point. And so it is his turn, and he's like, hmm... I guess I'll have to come back for the sequel. But what you owe me is not resolved. He says over to uh, Tansir, and he is going to make a chance to teleport away. You see a swipe come through the air. He falls through a hole that then seals up, and he is gone. And Tansir's like, fuck. So what does he want with you? Would you mind undoing the whammy on me first, Enchantress? I would mind. He's under her thrall. Would he really say that? Mm-hmm. He has a very Pretty sure he'd say, excuse me, mistress, may I have another? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to tell you, Enchantress? What does he want from you? Subscription rights. The rights to broadcast the multiverse. Or what we can see from the Panopticron. And, uh, he mentioned about you not telling us the whole truth. What haven't you told us? What he said. So, let's imagine a tree for a second. We're getting into metaphysical things. What kind of tree? Something with a lot of branches that just grows out more and more. Deciduous, coniferous, come on, man. I'm used to trees, let me know. Whatever tree you want to imagine. Imagine a perfect orb of tree that starts growing from one single point and then it just keeps branching out more and more and more. You have that in your mind? Sure, sure. And imagine that there is something horrible that happens to that core, and so a chunk of this tree breaks off. Fucking Dutch elm disease. And so that section is struggling to continue to grow. That section has been compromised, more or less. And that main tree... That main orb, it's grown in around it. It's it's filling in those gaps. We're in that cast-off branch. We're in that branch that 
is going to die unless we can get connected back to that root, connected back to that point of growth. That is what we need from you, and that is why you are here. We are in a section of the multiverse that is literally dying. Well, that's no good. No, it is not. What's causing that rot? If there is no life, then there is entropy instead. It is simply, we have no way of continuing to grow. So what we need to do is essentially bind ourselves back on to that core of the universe so we can continue to grow from that point. That's what I'm having you work for. And why didn't that guy want us to do that? Like, he implied there was some big, like, uh, sinister thing you were doing. And so far, what you're describing is pretty reasonable. Well, he just wants to take over. No, I have no desire to take over. But you remember where I said that that initial tree had grown back? That the gap that we left behind had been filled? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The section where we were cut out has been refilled. So if we return to this point of growth, those sections will be destroyed. I mean, that seems not great. So then the question is, are you willing to help us rebind ourselves to continue to grow? Or would you like your universes to continue to die infinitely? Is there a happy medium? If you can find it, I'm all ears. So you're saying we're all from universes that are part of this? I roll to find it. Branch. I rolled a 68. Almost nice. You do not find a solution to this metaphysical problem through a single dice roll. Oh, so it takes two? Twelve. <laughs> I rolled a 66 to help James. Uh, what have you said, Je uh, Jen? So, if I'm understanding correctly, all of our universes are part of this branch that's yes. been cut off. Mm. Correct starting from one point and the longer that it continues to thrive without this pointed growth without these essentially rules that bind them the worlds and what is possible are going to become more and more sporadic and erratic essentially the, the growth of the multiverse is based on the idea that every action that is taken has infinite possibilities beyond those things that influence the rules outside of the universe. So, normally the rules of gravity apply. Yes? Mm. Theory. But without this core that's providing that nutrients and that life, we might have a world where gravity has ceased to apply, or a world where when a man opens up his car, he sets off a nuclear explosion, because he broke an atom open. Man, that guy sounds like a dick. Right? Not on purpose, not on purpose. But these erratic destructions are caused by this growing entropy that causes rules and chaos to come into conflict. So what are we what what are we doing when you send us to worlds? What what are we fixing? Part of it is the standard patch and repair. That's what the team that initially called themselves the Exiles was there for. Trying to right wrongs. What happened to us happened later. 
but sometimes we need that to prevent key universes from growing the wrong way or from what might cause more of this entropy to set in. The other missions that I send you on are, are acquiring materials that we need to bring ourselves back onto that main hull. The spears, the celestial spears, are partially forged with some of this creation energy that will allow us to bind ourselves back on to the origin point. So the worlds you're sending us to, they're part of the the, the universes that aren't dying? All of them will eventually reach that point. Some of them are coming closer, which is where I send you in to fix something. Some of them just have the resources that I need, like with your New York scenario. That spear that the Kingpin had found himself in possession of was something that we needed. Why do you give us so little direction? It, it's not necessarily me giving you the direction. The Panopticron is sentient to a degree. It is aware that the parts of the universes that it is connected to are dying off. And so it develops out its plans. Unfortunately, the contacts and connections can be taken over or redirected in certain cases when you were in New York and your mission completely changed to destroy the Kingpin, for example. That was Axel looking to bring in some more excitement, trying to get something big and climactic. But as for the other commands, sometimes your influence needs to be fully processed before you can have details given. Well, anyone else? I mean, you know, like, is there... Is it possible but harder to, like, using the tree metaphor, like, graft ourselves on without replacing the other? Does that require a different tactic that we might be able to do? I mean, I want to I get it straight. Like, I'm fundamentally a little okay with murder, but universe, like, I can't eat a universe. You understand my discomfort. What about that attitude? I, uh, I can understand... Your point, yes. It's... I have not been able to find a solution to this yet. There might be one out there, but without this connection to the main universe, we have a limited amount of time. We can extend that by sending these teams out on missions, but otherwise we need to keep the world as preserved as it can be. The Panopticon decides who it is going to bring on by finding people who are normally dead and going to stay dead because their loss will not cause more changes to the path that their world was going to be on. Is the new branch aware of any of this? Are we going to have to, uh... Are they possibly working against our aims? What do you mean by the new branch? The, the whatever replaced us that we would have to, like, kick off in order to graft back on. No. The rest of the universe is unaware of this. But now, I also need to have all of you make me a promise. The other teams are not necessarily aware of this. Some of them might have objections, qualms. I'm, I'm assuming that if all of you do, you've held them back. But are you willing to continue your mission? Oh yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, I'm down for this. If it'll save the universe. Okay, but I do want to keep trying to find a way to save both. Yeah. Understood. Also, is it a little weird that I've become the voice of morality? Yes. Not necessarily. 
Now, if there's anything else that I can assist you with, let me know. Otherwise, I need to get to repairing. I do think you should tell the other groups, though. Because? It's kind of immoral to have people murder universes without at least having being able to decide like we have. I will leave that option up to your team to present it to them okay. as much They'll as they like. die before they uh, have to actually kill any worlds. Then yes, I assume we are concluded here. You should have a brief respite before your next mission. And uh, a last question. You don't have any other yes. direction for us on how to uh, repair our own worlds to get back there. What's the point of putting together a single piece on a china shop if an earthquake is going to come and destroy it? No, I know. I later. just, uh, I'm looking at the big picture. I'm looking at the long game. You're looking at your personal picture? Of course. This is like actually the opposite of the big picture. <laughs> if, if the worlds are brought back, I will do... Gorilla Man, I don't... <laughs> it's like Reno. It's the littlest big picture. <laughs> and the biggest little picture. Uh, Enchantress... Assuming that we are able to restore the worlds to the path that they should be on, I promise you that I will do everything that is in my power to return all of you home, or at least a home where you would have not died, or a home that you would choose to go to. And is that in your power? Do you think that's achievable? What I'm, what we're attempting here has never been done before. We have universes at stake. We are literally shifting the very nature of reality. I, I, I meant, do you, uh, like, you're saying you'll get us back to the best of your power, but, like, tell us what your power, like, <laughs> that, that doesn't tell me anything. You're being really <laughs> vague. Can we actually do this? Yeah. I believe so. Fine. We've killed before, and God willing, we will kill again. Then enjoy your break. We'll see you next time you have a mission. My exiled. Why well, is she gonna sleep easy tonight? I like need to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drive you there. And then uh cancer teleports away. Leaving you in the uh under construction and now slightly more destroyed Exiles Museum. Thank you.